Welcome back, everybody, to another Eat Speed podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Rick Press. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. And uh, sorry if we've been off for a little while. We've uh, exotic locales that we've all been traveling to. San Miguel de Allende, where every meal comes with hot sauce. Nice. <laughs> I was in Cape Hatteras, had some great seafood. Mm-hmm. Steve, you've just been here? I've been here. <laughs> a podcast of one. Yeah, I've been, uh, been but eating a lot of ramen. Ramen and sushi, <laughs> that's right. right. But big news, the the uh, Restaurant Week uh, deals are out. Everybody get in. Restaurant Week is later in August, but now you've got to make your reservations early. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we have an interesting mix of people here who have different opinions on Restaurant Week. Now, Steve, you do your research on Restaurant Week. Well, yeah, we uh, kind of uh, – we can only go to a couple of places a week. You know, we don't go every night. <laughs> so uh, Wait a minute. Yeah. I thought you went every night. Forget <laughs> what I said. No, <laughs> no. So we uh, kind of go through the list and choose a few things, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I do a little scouting to kind of – and, you know, look for the best bang for the buck, uh, check out the menus, things like that. And, Bud, you have the, the most sort of long-term experience with Restaurant Week. You're trying to help people kind of uh, – Understand that there's good things and bad things about. Yeah, restaurant I like week. Restaurant Week. I love the Lena Pope Home Charity that it supports. Mm-hmm. You know, twenty percent of what you spend, seven dollars of each thirty-five dollar dinner, goes to Lena Pope Home, and uh, so I, I love that they do it. I love the restaurants that just plunge in and and give it their whole heart and and give you a great dinner for the, for the thirty-five dollars. I noticed that some of them sign up for the publicity and then kind of skimp on the dinner. So I'm just advising everybody to read the menus and make sure that I mean, make sure you know what you're going to get for your 35 or now they have some $45 dinners and pick carefully there's some great restaurants and then there are some that kind of uh, short you so yeah. well uh, do your homework and thankfully Steve has done some homework Steve tell us about what you found at least with some of the Fort Worth restaurants uh, well just looking over the menus and stuff that were participating uh, uh, I thought the uh, Bite City Grill, they had the most interesting menu that I, I saw. Out of In the Montgomery list. Plaza, Bite mm-hmm. City Grill. Mm-hmm. And what, then, uh, What's on there? Uh, anything? Uh, $35, you said, is the meal. It's $35, and uh, they, they have a $10 uh, per course wine pairing if you want okay. to do that. So it's, it's pretty reasonable. Yeah, they have their barbecued shrimp, and their uh, everybody talks about their braised short rib. It's really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And then, the, But they have either that or the chicken, and, the, uh, and they have their... Uh, I haven't had that salted caramel sarafredo. That sounds good. So this is a good opportunity to maybe try a place like that if you haven't tried it yet. Yeah, grilled uh, salmon truffle is another thing with wild mushrooms. Uh, No, it's just kind of – they have an interesting menu, so kind of more modernist type foods. As opposed to just serving you some rubber chicken to get you in the door. Right. Uh, We've heard a few places maybe have done that in the past. Yeah, I've I've run into that where I've gone to a couple places that really – didn't take the spirit of the uh, of, of, of restaurant. Charity. charity. It's a yeah. charity. Yeah. It's a spirit of giving wasn't. They right. weren't very giving. Yeah, they just said you know very tiny portions and and trying to upcharge you for everything. Yeah, yeah. well, it's kind of like a begrudging. Oh yeah, we'll participate, mm-hmm. but we're only going to limit it to here are your two or three choices, mm-hmm. and none of those are particularly mm-hmm. uh, appealing. Mm-hmm. Steve, I'm going to jump in. You talked about Bite City, and I think the other really good menu is also a. One of the less publicized new restaurants, Clay Pigeon. I think Bite City and Clay Pigeon have the two best menus. Yeah, I, I'd put them down as uh, uh, Clay Pigeon is the hot foodie restaurant right now yeah. on the, the Fort Worth side of the list. That uh-huh. was kind of uh, as email I sent my wife going when she goes, like, what do you want to eat? And I kind of went through oh. and, 
And, you know, Capital Grill, uh, to me, they always get my vote for the best bang for the buck. I mean, they're, they just go all out, big portions, you know, like uh, – Downtown 14, Steakhouse yeah, in Fort Worth. Yeah, like 14-ounce, 18-ounce steaks and things like that. that mm-hmm. You feel like you're getting, you know, you're getting a real menu when you, they, they have all sorts of stuff on it. And credit to – to John Bunnell, he's he's got the forty five dollar menu, but he's putting a, a serious menu out there: smoked prime rib or gr- waters or, or Bunnells at Bunnells, and he mm-hmm. has a whole dessert sampler. and uh, And then credit to Chef Tim Love at Lonesome Dove too. He puts his garlic stuffed tenderloin out there okay. on the special. Mm-hmm. And then I, Steve, go ahead. I've got one more I want to mention, but go ahead with whatever. Well, uh, Riata, I thought they had a nice uh, menu also. <laughs> you know, that it's kind of like like. Uh, Kind of going old school with Bonnells and uh, and Riata, but uh, they they really have nice menus. Well, because they've they've been part of Restaurant Week for a while, and they understand that this is your chance to attract some new customers, right? Yeah. And they live in a town where they lead they they deal with Lena Popo leaders, right. and they know the value, and they support Lena Popo. We should explain here: Restaurant Week begins the second week in August. Some restaurants just do it for one week; others continue it through Labor Day. If you're on the west side of the county line, your charity donation goes to the Lena Popo Children's Agency. If you're on the east side of the county line, it goes to the Food Bank of this is a misnomer, North Texas, which is really the Food Bank of Dallas. Okay. So, um, Steve, you were noticing a lot more Dallas restaurants participating this year than Fort Worth. You were you were hoping yeah. maybe for a few more Fort Worth. Yeah, it was. Although some of the ones that have dropped off. Uh, or ones that I don't think really participate that well. They didn't understand the spirit, right? Of the whole and, thing. and and I think they decided just to go ahead and not do it. Fearings dropped off, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are really are really surprised about not having the chance to go to Fearings for for a discount. One, I, I you know, Steve. One I wanted to mention is in between, and that's and that's Casherelle. Mm-hmm. And Casherelle is this big, great, old, reliable French restaurant. But they, I mean, they have they have the appetite, but they have their their uh, escargot is an appetizer, and they have the salmon chicken uh, or, or uh, steak. But then they have the uh, Bailey's creme brulee, or they have their chocolate souffle, and they're only charging thirty-five dollars. They didn't go for the forty-five. So, so they, I mean, this year there's a forty-five dollar, or was that there, has this? That they been that started way for this a while? last year. Restaurants that wanted to do uh, that wanted a little bit more flexibility to do a better dinner mm-hmm. now have a can have a forty-five dollar dinner, and they give nine dollars to charity. Instead of seven, so uh, it's a it's a it's a little bit finer quality dinner, um, and and the, you know the restaurants are really for restaurants it's really a thirty six dollar dinner and they're giving nine to charity. Mm-hmm. So you're uh, Rick, you've stayed out of this. You're kind of the restaurant week Grinch, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I tend to be the Grinch about a lot of things. Well, I like the idea. I mean, I like like you said, I I, I like the idea that it promotes giving. The restaurants giving to the charities. I don't necessarily like some of the experiences, like Steve was talking about, where you you go in, you have to fight for a reservation at this prized place, and then you go in and you look down at your plate and you feel like you didn't get your money's worth. And so, I'd rather just almost, you know, donate separately to the charity. <laughs> go go to the restaurant on my own, you know, time. And I but. That said, I'm sure there's part, you know, people get excited. You see big crowds out on restaurant week, and, and so that's part of it. But, uh, yeah, I've kind of stayed out of it. Well, you Maybe know, I, I have to try it again <laughs> this year. You know, um, it, it's it's good. and it, Like I said, it starts second week of August, but you have to call now for reservations. Right, there's that, too. And I'm, it I'm, I'm terrible about that. And it <laughs> continues through Labor Day. So mm-hmm. uh, 
most of the restaurants will continue for and it's it's good at almost all the restaurants del fresco's eddie v's silver fox they all have some sort of special well I've, you know i noticed a just recently in, in in the mail a couple of sort of interesting mailers from places like capitol grill uh clay pigeon i recently mm-hmm. got you know come in try our play you know mm-hmm. get a flea a free flatbed flat <laughs> Flea flatbed. Oh, yeah. right. I've been drinking before today's podcast. Get a free flatbread at Clay Pigeon. And I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. You know, mm-hmm. the thing about Clay Pigeon, while it, everybody, a lot the of the flatbeds food- are great. <laughs> flatbreads, <laughs> you've got me going, are great. This will be a this will be a historic podcast. It is. Yeah, we need to do some serious editing here. Um, <laughs> but, you know, even though the foodie crowd knows about Clay Pigeon and knows how good it is, it's still off in that location on White Settlement Road where Lambert struggled to get, you know, crowds in on Wednesday, Thursday night. And so they, they've got to be aggressive to try and get you in there. And even Capitol Grill, I, I had a— they, uh, They're doing their generous poor promotion right now, which, yeah. uh, you know, it's like, was it, $35 and all you can drink? They have a lot of good specials out there. Now. I think, yeah, they're—you know, you've got to be—if you're a restaurant, especially in this market now with so many new restaurants, you've yeah. got to be aggressive about getting your— uh, your customers in the door on a regular basis, not just a special occasion basis. Well, I mean, I've had a couple of, I mean, I don't know if everybody got those, but I had a couple of restaurants that set out $100. I got one from yeah. Capitol Grill, yeah, $100. Okay. I, yeah, I haven't I been yet. I got a yet, similar but. one from another steakhouse. They want you to come in and spend 500 so they'll, right. they'll come out ahead. But it's uh, that's that's not your passbook discount. I mean, that's a big, big dime right. there. Right, not something I've seen in the past, but I think because there are so many new restaurants and competing for the attention of, of, of the Fort Worth dining dollar, they're like, hey, you, we need you to come in and try our place. And like you've said, Steve, you've been to Capital Grill several times, and you really like it. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's hard to distinguish yourself in a town that's full of really good steakhouses, and, well, and they're doing that. And that was another thing. You know, Capital Grill, my first experience was doing the uh, – the restaurant week mm-hmm. and uh, i really enjoyed it and so we did our anniversary there and they they put like rose petals on the f- table and, st- and nice. wrote little thank you notes and stuff so so uh, but the only reason why i started going there was because of restaurant week you get to go and check these nicer restaurants out at a fixed price and kind of see what see what they're all about and plan ahead for your for your anniversary or birthday yeah or, and that's the real yeah. benefit of restaurant week is like if you feel like some of these places are out of reach or inaccessible to you it's a good yeah. chance to kind of go check it out and that's why the restaurants owe it to the patrons to give them a good experience when they're there you can go to all the prime steakhouses for 35 or 45 dollars you know two people can go for less than 100 mm-hmm. and you can go see what it's like to dine and live like steve here and, you know <laughs> i know that's that's my when i grow up i want to dine and live <laughs> like steve now there was something i saw on the restaurant week list that was news mm-hmm. and it reminded me that we haven't talked about uh, the, the the tale of the vanishing Patrizios here, right. but the South Lake Patrizios. When the Restaurant Week list came out, it was listed, but it wasn't listed as Patrizio. It was oh. listed as Il Calabresi. And I called, and she, the girl answered the phone, Patrizios. <laughs> and, and so I said, Well, you know, aren't you? What is Il Calabresi? Are are you changing names? She said. Yes, but we haven't yet. So mm-hmm. the, I, Did I you think ask she her what from, I, didn't know, meant. I didn't know. I didn't know what part of Italy she was from. But the, <laughs> but the, maybe Italy, Texas. But Italy, the, Texas. Sounds Italy. like the southern part. That's exactly. <laughs> but the uh, but but uh, Patrizio's in South Lake, the big six million dollar, um, you know, uh, white elephant of a restaurant right. that they built out there. 
uh, is changing to El Calabrese. It has different owners, and but they, they'll be in the Restaurant Week special, and everybody will get to go try the, the new El Calabrese, which will have some of the same menu and some new things. Now, the Patrizio in Fort Worth, which, as we remember, you know, opened and closed like a garage door a couple of times. and, yeah, and, uh, not, and not the greatest history there. Now, that that's, that's all been replaced by Rafaín Brazilian Steakhouse, which I think is off to a pretty good start. It's the original Brazilian churrascaria. They've been in, in business in Brazil since the 1950s. Mm-hmm. And the one difference, if you've been to some of the other churrascarias with the, the gauchos walking around with the meat on the stick and all that, you know, one of the, one of the differences, Rafaín has the, the salad bar and the gauchos, but it also has a whole dessert bar and some some really nice desserts and so if you don't get enough to eat of he's got ten, room for dessert right? 10 different kinds of meat you can get this great coconut pineapple flan too uh-huh. that at the, and and uh, they let me sneak in and just get the flan and and just have a little side dessert and and that, that held up pretty well i th- i think rafaine you know i may not ever have all 15 kinds of of prime picana you know uh, whatever all the other meats are but i, I think it looks like a good, uh, a good restaurant. You know, for a, a, something small, uh, you could get a salad dessert, or you could get the full, you know, the full um, churrascaria dinner, and it's over there in the middle of West Seventh. It adds into that mix over there on yeah. Crockett Street. Yeah, and I've seen like uh, they are also doing different promotions and specials too. Uh, maybe yeah. they get people in. Yeah, and you know, you, didn't you say you were going to a pop-up dinner at Hacienda San Miguel? And, yeah, San Miguel. And there's yeah. a place that sometimes doesn't show up on the radar screen, but uh-huh. they're they're still plugging along, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, tomorrow. Matter of fact, you know, uh-huh. they'll be going, and it's uh, going to be a uh, uh, chef Hugo and Kevin, uh, Kevin from uh, that used to be Tokyo Cafe, and uh, not for sure. You know, he's getting ready to open up his his. Uh, his little uh, food cart, but right. um, uh, I haven't really heard if he if there's another restaurant lined up anytime soon for him. You know, in the absence of Lanny's, then now Chef Hugo and the guys at Revolver Taco have to carry on <laughs> the interior Mexico style. Yeah. So they they have their their uh, their Guanajuato against Michoacan styles <laughs> head to head across the street out there. And and I, I I've always liked Hacienda San Miguel's appetizers. And uh, and the ceviche and the the, the 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 drinks. The only place I think it falls down. I think sometimes the entrees aren't as good as what people expect. But Chef Hugo's smart and, and he's done a good job. Now, uh, for people who listen to our podcast on a regular basis, they know a little while back we talked about ramen. <laughs> we just wanted to have a little update on that. That Steve did take me mm-hmm. uh, for some ramen. Oh, you guys! Have been, that's what you did while I was gone. <laughs> we did. We went to. I got uh, some good, some good ramen uh, mm-hmm. broth on my shirt. I was wearing a white shirt, of course, and mm-hmm. splattered it all over my shirt. Are you feeling like you're back home in New York? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I, you know, I think it, the funniest moment was when the, uh, the chef saw me s- struggling with my chopsticks and came over and just put a fork down. <laughs> he didn't say anything. He just put a fork down. Well, he doesn't really speak that much English. You know, he's from Tokyo. Right. And, and I think he, I was offending his sensibilities. And he, he, you know, and I, I thought you were doing okay. I mean, I, but next thing I know, here, here he comes running with a fork on a napkin and handing it to you. But... Uh, and uh, then telling you to use the spoon and <laughs> yeah no he yeah it, it, but it was good I I enjoyed it I mean I I only have tried one and you've mm-hmm. had multiple yeah. this is the new ramen shop 
Hanabi. over on the yeah, uh, Hanabi, Hanabi uh-huh. on the uh-huh. west side of Fort Worth, uh, yeah. across from the cultural district. Yeah, I was going one by one down their menu, and I had gotten the five, and then they changed their menu. They started adding some <laughs> new things in there. So, so you had to start counting over again. So, so there was a, now a number two that was that, uh, and everything shifted. That was the spicy pork, right? That was I, a, yeah, the spicy pork broth one that they've added. Uh, so it's kind of thrown me off a little bit, you know. So, uh, but I've done about five five different types there and uh, the next ones i'm um, planning to try is their dipping ramens where the the noodles are are separate than the broth and you kind of dip it in then mm-hmm. eat it it's really kind of a they did a nice job with the interior of that restaurant and oh uh, yeah it's very nice looking uh, you know the the chef is is from japan you mm-hmm. said, uh, so mm-hmm. it's a very authentic experience it, mm-hmm. it's kind of a cool thing to check out if you get a and chance. they're like the, they just update their menu for their different uh, little was what we call that again? The little uh, tapas type stuff that the bar oh, menu. Oh, the small part. plates. Yeah. yeah, but that's you know they have the ramen and they have the. If you're really wanting to sample the the bar food thing, then you need to come at night because that's where the the bar menu co- comes into play. And twenty four plates. Have you tried twenty four? Yeah, twenty four plates. I thought was excellent. That's a tapas I mean, restaurant. Over it, it, it's a it, well, it's a tapas restaurant at night. Okay. It's a small plates restaurant, but at lunch. And at at uh, weekend brunch, it's normal service. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, gosh, some of those brunch dishes, it sounded fantastic. I just went and had a, a salad and a, and a light lunch. But, uh, you know, everything I've had there has been good. And the, the, and the, the, the space is really beautiful. They made this mm-hmm. really contemporary space out of the old flower shop and the restaurant next door with a good patio. It's It, it kind of brings the spirit of the west end of Magnolia down to the east end of Magnolia next to Spice. So Spice that's and twenty-four uh, plates. They always have twenty. Bar, right, yeah. Twenty-four plates means they always have a tr- twenty-four items on the menu at mm-hmm. all times. Okay, and so that you can get any of the twenty-four plates as a small plate at night, or they have just twenty-four choices during the day. An interesting cocktail and bar, uh, beer menu too. I know the guy who uh, used to be a. A bartender friend of ours at Live Oak is now kind of doing the bar over there. So yeah, I go think in we'll, and say hi to him. I think one of the owner's sons is one of the bar managers. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good mix of – it's someplace that you that all ages can go. I mean, I took my in-laws there, mm-hmm. and they liked it. And, and But then there are, you know, the hipster crowd in the patio and at the beer bar too. So it, it's, it's, it's got a little something for everybody. It's not as it, – it's – Maybe a little more casual and, and accessible than, than Bird can be at night. Bird mm-hmm. can be a little daunting to pick from the menu, and I think 24 <laughs> plates is a little easier. Well, cool. A couple of little notes. If we, if yeah, yeah. Them, By all means, we got a, the a news little, is running in. Just a couple of little sandwich cafe news updates. Like two of the favorite sandwich cafes in town have got big changes. The Lunchbox in 6333, which has been bright green and yellow for, for 40 years repainted. It's now white. With green and yellow tables, oh my God, I wouldn't recognize and it's, it's it. It's just totally, uh, totally, uh, you know, turned. They haven't changed the com- chicken salad. Complete though, turbulence. They? they did not change the chicken salad or anything else, and uh, but it's much the talk originally that I they, like the uh, egg they, salad they, re- they redecorated. It's a, it, it's, it's a really great place to get a salad okay. trio. And it's out in uh, the Ridgely. It's area, out right? in sixty three thirty three behind Jake's, and then McKinley's Bakery, which is in the University Park Village, which used to be a celebrity from Dallas. You know, McKinley's has added. Uh, uh, several more, several new menu items. They have a whole menu now of hot sandwiches, plates. Uh, you know, they're adding. Uh, they're, they have a breakfast now, and they have. Uh, you know, they have a lot of wraps. They didn't used to have wraps, and they found out. You know, they found out as other restaurants have found out that 
college students like wraps mm. so they can eat with one hand and text with the other. So they can, they, yeah. and so the, <laughs> they uh, can work on their iPad. They can take it over to the uh, Apple store and, and Yeah, so and they can say, there. oh, my God, you wouldn't believe this cake I'm eating. Mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the, uh, so the, they've really expanded their menu. It's much more than just a bakery cafe. So McKinley and the Lunchbox, two little little lunch notes. Well, cool. And uh, so get your reservations in for Restaurant Week. I mm-hmm. think I will try to participate. I won't be the Restaurant Week mm-hmm. Grinch this year. I'll try to participate at least once or twice. Well, I think uh, Waters is the place that I think we're one of the one the we kind of narrowed down. You know, we do a place we definitely wanted to go. And that's Waters your is special what, occasion. That, that's that's, that's the one we're going to. Tr- you know, although we've done brunch there a few times, but we haven't dared the uh, the evening menu. You could at least go to Ellerby. Yeah, well, by all, yeah, I'm going to get on there, kind of do the the whole thing as if I've never heard of Restaurant mm-hmm. Week. I'm going to look and see who's got what. what mm-hmm. Look at my menus and pick out two places and uh, and go. And then in August, after we we do that, we can talk about it. And uh, Lena Popeholm gets the money. Lena mm-hmm. Popeholm gets the money, and uh, maybe I won't be the Grinch anymore. <laughs> yeah, and you can uh, also you know go to Central Market and spend some money, and they have little coupons for extra. Courses yeah. that you can get. Oh, and we'll cool. talk about this the next few weeks on the Eat Speak podcast. All right, and we promise not to be gone for too long. I'll see you right Bye. Bye. Once was a sweet thing, baby.